Face to Face Games proudly presents Grand Prix Toronto, the first Grand Prix featuring the Hour of Devastation limited format, July 21st to 23rd. Come face pro players as they flex their muscles just one week before the Pro Tour. Every Grand Prix entry includes a sleep-in special and registered sealed pool for players with buys. Visit gptoronto2017.facetofacegames.com to register and learn more. ManaDeprived.com is proud to present Top 8 Magic Podcast with Michael J. Flores and Brian David Marshall. Brought to your ears thanks to face2facegames.com. Brian, you're leaving? I'm going to leave soon. I'm meeting my wife. We're meeting her sister and her sister's husband, and we're going to dinner. The first part of your story was okay, but then you started complicating it with details that make me think this is a lie. Why would you meet your in-laws? Do you hate them? I like my family. I like my wife's family far more than I like my family. All right. So, all right. Let's let's explore this so-called story Brian's telling us. Like, eh, I might not be able to finish the podcast today because I have quote-unquote dinner plans. We are in Madison Square Park, right? Yes. We are across the street from 11 Madison Park. I remember that epic dinner we had with John Becker and Teddy Knutson a few years ago. It was the the week, it was the week, ladies and germs, from Canada that LeBron James came back to the Cavaliers. I believe we ate dinner there the same night as the season opener, which was Cavs against Knicks. Do you remember? And then you guys won. You guys won that. No. We won the East, but they won the game. Excellent. Um, so, where are you going to dinner? Is it going to be across the street? Is that no, why we're sitting Som here? Som Tom That's not even a real word, Som Tom That's the name of a bank. Avenue A. Uh, Som Tom That's yeah. far away. Yeah, it's like Som Tom Right? That's yeah. the name of a bank. Yeah. So, Brian's going to a bank for dinner. Actually, on 4th of July, Catherine and I had, had dinner in... Like, well, it's like a refurbished bank. It used to be a bank vault. Uh, and she said that the best chicken she ever had was in, behind a vault door, apparently. Was it better than chicken strips? Oh, my God. All right. If you need to, since this is red. Yeah. It's okay. We went to Bacha. Yeah. After. Can I see the, the kids' menu? <laughs> There's like 13 of us, 14, 13, 13, 13 of us yeah. at the table. No, 12. 12. Andy, long go left. Okay. Oh, so 12. Okay. 12 of us at the table. So Luis Not Vargas is, is ordering for the table. Like yeah. pitchers of beer and like... French fries. French fries, chicken wings. And then chicken wings. So, and then Brian, like snidely is like, Mike's going to order chicken fingers. I said chicken strips. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. All right, so, and I'm like, well, yes, I am. They're superior. And I recounted a tale. Which is just not of true. 2011. When it was me, Brian, Steve Satan, and some other folks. I feel like it wasn't just the three. Oh, P. Sully. Okay. P. Sully. Yeah. I want to say P. Sully was with us. Sure. Uh, no, I, I think yes. you're right. P. Sully, Brian, Steve Satan, me, AJ Soccer. Okay. Right? Does it sound right? Went I to mean, a Knicks game. It sounded less plausible, but okay. AJ. Yeah. They went to a rodeo the night before. Yeah, that sounds okay. Right? Well, this was the Cats's. No. No. No, we went. So we went to a Knicks game. 
we went to a Knicks Cavs game and it was the first game that Melo and Amari were playing together, right? So oh, this was a long time. We, it's 2011. So we had been planning to do this game for a while. It can't be the first game that they were playing together because Satan and I went to the no, first no. game they played together and the Knicks won. Okay, wait. So it was the first game the, the, we went where they were playing together and you came with us. Okay. So, <laughs> so the reason I know that it was early on at least was because we had been planning to do this for months. We were like, oh, Cavs are going to be playing Knicks in March. Uh, and it's like the same weekend as a Star City event, so people are gonna be in town, who wants yeah, to go, yeah. right? So, like, all right, in, but it was before the Knicks had traded for Mello, and so Steve didn't buy tickets, but then he bought tickets too late, and the tickets were like $60 more per ticket than we initially sure. intended to buy. So anyway, that night, Baron Davis, who was the point guard of the Cavs at the time, former- Future Nick. <laughs> Future retired He's Nick. pretty fat now. He's, uh, he's actually, like, fills in for Charles Barkley on the NBA show. He is also helping uh, he trains, Dante Exum train. He trains point guards. He was training yeah. Steve, uh, Steve Nash for a while, even though he was retired. Yeah. So um, anyway, he was an all-star in Golden yeah, State, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, when I say Golden State all-star point guard, you might have a different idea about what a Golden State all-star point guard looked like. But back in 2000, I want to say, 7, they, they beat the Mavericks 1-8, right? Okay. Yeah, I remember these things. All right. All right, so... So the Cavs get Baron Davis, and we have J.J. Hickson, whose favorite player is Amara Sotomayor, who was a Nick at the time. And J.J. and Baron Davis play lights out. I believe Baron Davis landed six threes that night. Oh, yeah, they torched us. And I was the only person happy in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I mean, I was on, I was like, yeah! And everyone was like, you shut up. You get back in your chair, you know? But I, I would have none of it. I was so happy. So we go to Bonchon. You know, Steve, Brian, order wings, order drumsticks, which are, for those of you, maybe if you're vegan, maybe they don't have these foods in Canada, it's a kind of chicken, which is a bird that is sometimes, you know, roasted or fried. Fried and then covered with spice yeah. or ginger or yeah. some so, delicious glaze. Yeah, so, like, it could be their wing, it could be their leg, okay, like a drumstick or a wing. And I order, quote, the chicken fingers, right? And we order a lot of it, right? And by the end of the night, I just remember like Steve and Brian like coming to my part there's of the plate. Zero, there's zero and being, chance like, I said this because their their shit was too much work eating off the bone. Just I, I would never say that. Okay, so fast forward to today, I've gone one and three in a free release. Just just for the record, there's I have, I will always prefer meat on the. It's gonna be more delicious than meat off. The so bone. you just believe every part of my story until the part that's the punchline. I, I don't believe that. I, I believe someone may have said that. Maybe it was P. Sully. Maybe it was Steve Saden trying to placate you for some reason. But it was not me. There's zero chance I would have we said that. We went to a Knicks game. Yes. Baron Davison and, and J.J. Hickson destroyed the Knicks. Correct. Okay. P. Sully won the Open the next day. I, yes, I believe that okay. is true. All right. Uh, so anyway, so fast forward today. I've gone one and three in a pre-release. My consolation is we're going to eat Bonchon order. Brian makes fun of me. They bring out all the other chicken. Brian's just like nudging towards the chicken. And I'm like, have some of ours. And I'm like, come on, my superior chicken's going to come, right? And like, I have some anyway, because it's taking forever. They take yeah. forever to, to serve me. It comes down. Brian looks over the chicken, looks at me, looks back at the chicken, and I don't even eat a piece yet. I'm like, you win. <laughs> you fucking win, you fucking fuck. Because what Brian did he went to the back. That's why my chicken took so long. Yeah, oh yeah, he went to the I back. And More he's, true statements. He's just like, do you guys have bananas? Maybe <laughs> like a Maduro? Can you like cut it into chicken like strips? 
put some barbecue sauce on it and serve Mike as though it were chicken. Let me tell you something. Had he done that, it would have been much more tender than what you were served. This was, it was like putting a fork in a stack of corrugated this cardboard. This was garbage. It was garbage. It was, it was like when they served it, the, you remember this in the past. They would like pound it tight. It was like all the all the broken crumblies around it. This was just like tubes of chicken. This was pieces of chicken. Like tubes. It wasn't good. It was like a Maduro. They it was just like, like leftover Kyochan chicken was, that, they, <laughs> that they found. It was they not were good. just like they went junk diving. A few. So you went one and four. Is what oh you're my saying God. today? At the it early. was. I mean, I lost. That chicken on chicken combat, worse. So we played a game of chicken. Yeah. And I won. Well, I didn't blink. I just died. I, I got hit by you a blinked. semi they put that truck. Chicken, they put that chicken in front of you. I you blinked. blinked. I did. It was. It was. It was a worse defeat than. I can't even think of a comparable defeat. I'm so dazed okay. from this defeat. Let's talk about some red cards. All right. On the subjects of barbecuing birds, red cards. Uh, so a braid, one R for an instant. Choose one, a braid deals three damage to target creature or destroy target artifact. This is just like the perfect card, right? It's one R, it's an instant. It's playable. You think it's playable? Yes. I just, I don't know what your valuation schema is if you think this is playable. This card is like superior to Harness Lightning. Uh, you think it's superior to Harness Lightning? Harness Lightning is only good in, not, not in, it's not, it's, it's, Deal it three has damage a, to target servant of the conduit or destroy <coughs> target ether. Okay. It's, well, not anymore. <laughs> Harness Lightning has a higher ceiling than a braid, okay? But it's only available in a narrow band of decks. A braid is superior to cards for the purpose that they are played, like many cards are for the purpose they're played, and is like, going back to that modular thing we were talking about previously, it's... Modality. It's mod modality, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's just phenomenal. It, you think this is a main deckable card in standard? Yes. I think that the green-black deck plays like four copies of a card that's inferior to this, which has... Which has What's that, cut to ribbons? No. Oh. Uh, the G1 instant destroy target artifact cycling G. Oh, sure. What do you think is better, cycling G or deal three damage to a creature for instant? Because that's literally cycling the comparison. G. Cycling G. Really? Yeah. Yes. Y'all both cray. What, what situation? Really? You you can kill a you can kill a torrential gear hulk with this, and yeah, every other and every other deck that doesn't have torrential gear hulk has targets for the other side that man efficiently hit. Yeah, this target's this card's very good. Nice. I, I like this card. It's just a lot. like I just don't like. I don't. I think it's just mad. It's so like non. It's better than a, a harness lightning. Uh, well, again, it's bad. Harness lightning is certainly just better in a synergistic. Oh way with the decks that it's good at. So like look at the deck that Harness Lightning is primary. I mean, I guess in Teamer Emerge, it's not even played as a four of. I'm sorry, Teamer Energy Beatdown. It's not even played as a four of. It's not even played as a one of in the combo versions. But if people go back to Dynamo Tower, it's The certainly... most common situation where Harness Lightning is currently played as blue-red spells, which rarely has more than four energy. Sure. But I'm saying it goes into Dynamo Tower. Yeah, nobody plays that deck anymore. Now, I was trying to talk about- like a braid around there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think this card, if any deck would play it, it's probably like, I don't know. Any deck that can tap for R might want to play this main deck. Yeah. I mean, like, just think of like the beatdown decks that Kibler used to play in standard that had like three Mizium Mortars main deck. This is a better card than Mizium Mortars. So it's not better than Cut to Ribbons the majority of the time. Okay, but Cut to Ribbons is two different colors. 
and it's a flashback card, not a, not an if or card. Okay, those are different. Cuts ribbons is superior to this, I think, but only in a deck with black. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, a dedicated energy deck. I would agree that harness lightning is better, like seventy-five percent of the time. The problem I have with this card is that in current standard, there aren't really any non-energy decks that this is good in. Maybe it's the only deck. Mardu. Yeah, I was probably you very good in Mardu. You might play it in like a green-red B-town deck. There's like non-energy-based green-red B-town decks that are just like big creatures. Really? Yeah, like big creatures and hearts and gods. Glory bringers. I remember like the gems. I don't know. I, I think this card is very good in Mardu vehicles as like a solid two to three of. Because they still have to play Fatal Push anyway. What would it be pushing out? I, I think this card is like, because I think Mardu wants to play some pushes and some disintegrations and not really mix up the stuff with So this card, so this card takes the place of anything that, any removal spell that can't kill other Heart of Kirins and like big fatties. So it's not going to take the place of disintegration. <coughs> it might take the place of like one fatal push and it might take the place of, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like this card was better when Aethorx Marvel was gonna be a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, who knew if they knew they were gonna ban that card before? They didn't know, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if they knew that far enough ahead, then they- They wouldn't have made the card I mean, to begin if, with. If, yeah. if every deck has at least four playable artifacts, then this card's gonna be playable, right? Because sure. on the front end, it's just a removal spell, and sometimes <coughs> removal spells just get blanked anyway. When we used to play Volcanic Hammer works. in the sideboard just to kill, like, you know, three threes for two. All right, let's move on to a considerably less attractive removal spell. Blur of Blades, one R for an instant. Put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature. Blur of Blades deals two damage to that creature's controller. Man, this card is no searing. <laughs> yeah. It does less damage to the player than a searing. It does less injury to the creature than a searing. Yeah. If it cost red, I think it would be good. Yeah. You think it'd be good? I, it might be na too narrow. Oh, too damage to the player though? Yeah. That's great at It's just a R. shock. Yeah. yeah, it's great at R. It's just a shock that can kill a creature. Um, or even just slowing down a creature to get the get the damage in. It might be playable in modern for that reason. You can tilt races. Right? Like, you just might play it in modern. Yeah. Just get get two in and maybe take out like a bird of paradise. Burning fist. Actually, it's an, an insane at R in modern. But it's currently unplayable. <laughs> so who cares? Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Burning Fist Minotaur. Uh, one R for a 2-1 first striker. One R, discard a card. Burning Fist Minotaur gets plus two, plus zero until end of turn. Maybe. Really? It's madness, but has one and an R? Yeah, it's one and an R to discard. But it <laughs> becomes a 4-1 with first strike. It becomes a 4-1 first strike. So oh. it's nigh undefeatable in combat. Basically <laughs> unbeatable in combat. At great cost. It beats a Heart of Kirin in combat. Why? It's it, a Heart of Kirin getting in this fight. It, it helps crew a Heart of Kirin in combat. <laughs> oh my god. It's a combat. This is like the worst news constrictor. Yeah. It's not good. Maybe this card just does everything. <laughs> or maybe unplayable. It's one or the other. Like all the advantages you could potentially get on cost cheating for madness just goes away because it has the one and the R. Right. Well, I mean, you, you still get bonus cheating, right? Like, you you get to Fiery Temper at full cost. <laughs> you get and you to. get, but you and also you get, get to crew your heart of Kieran later. 
right. Everyone's so happy. Here's a card I know you're you're excited about, Mike. Chandra's Are defeat. Or for an instant, Chandra's defeat deals five damage to target red creature or red plane, planeswalker. If that planeswalker is a Chandra planeswalker, you may discard a card if you do draw a card. Oh, it's a rummage. I thought it was just draw a card straight. Oh my god. Uh, I like this card a lot less now. It's still very good it's though. Still good. Still just going in I every mean, sideboard. It's no Liliana's defeat, but. Alright, this next card was my MVP from my seal pool at the pre release. Unburden? Chaos, well, Chaos Maw. 5RR for a 6 6. When it enters the battlefield, it deals 3 damage to each other creature. This card was great. So it's, it's how much? 7. For, for a 6-6, six, 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 but, but it, it deals three it's damage like a wrath. to everything, yeah. This Every time the, I played it, it was a wrath. This is the card you're putting. This is the other non-Ulamog card you can put into play off the split card. Oh, that's true. You could cheat this in play off of um, Spring to Mind? Yeah, no, it was enough, Whatever it was, yeah. Reason to believe. Reason to believe. There you go. It's kind of cool. And then you get a wrath out of it? Yeah, and you get to just do three and everything. a 6-6. Six, six. a 6-6. Six, six. Well, it's, it's in R, though. Right, that was in a blue-green yeah. deck. I, are we not playing a teamer deck? I don't know. I think I played Bant before I played teamer if I were playing that strategy. You and your Bant. Well, I think, like, Descend Upon a Simple is going to be nasty. Yeah, but what if you can't hit uh, Delirium? Yeah, How can I not hit Delirium? Everything. If I just cast I'm sure you can Spring to Mind, I have two parts already in the graveyard. If I have one cycling creature and a cast out. Eh. Delirium turn three every game. All right. Fine. I like your I like your reason to believe. I have yeah. reason to believe in this card. I like that. Well, the thing is, it's like once you're and you can also, cycle also, out, by this the might way, be the card that you have to replace. Oh, ramping, that's fair. If yeah. you're doing your ramp deck, like, you know, when we talk about green cards, we'll talk about the ramp spells. But this is also just something to ramp into. Yeah. Like, as far as hard casting, it's not that unreasonable. Everything in standard is excellent no, I'd now. much if, if I were going to cast a card like this, this costs seven, right? Yeah. You would, would you rather have a 6-6 six, six for 7 that deals 3 to each creature? Would you have a... There are situations listen. where this is better to resolve than Ulamog. No. Or a 4-4 four, four flying for 6 that RFGs every creature. Because that's what Descend Upon the Sinful does. Yeah, but Less this, mana, better creature removal. Sure. Just lets you keep anything flying that's instead an of size. Yeah, you also get to keep your, some of your creatures. Yeah. If you what freaking... The, the structure of my deck is unlikely to be having a lot of small creatures. I don't know. I have no idea. But, I mean, something to investigate. My Westvale Abbey tokens? <laughs> I've got them. Don't worry. They're there. They're there. You'd Westvale Abbey in that deck anyway, the Colorless Eldrazi, wouldn't you? Maybe. Depends. You need Colorless Lands to tap, and it gives you a plan B. So you need to play it all... It gives you a plan B and a plan C. You need to play all of anyway, your temples. I think Chaos Maw is a card that might might find some windows to play. Like, yeah. whether you're whether you're cheating it into play off of, off of ramp or reason to believing it into play. There's situations where this is just better than Ulamog. Where you play an Ulamog, you exile two creatures and they're still like, well, I've still monumented all the way around you and there's nothing you can do. Like, whereas if you can set this card up, you actually just get to clear their board. Um, I agree with you. And I'd say you probably need a waste. The basic waste? Yeah, one basic waste. So you have the four temples. You have the- The temples at the double land? Yes. Okay. And you have the four deserts. What, which four Save deserts? Save it for green, want? buddy. Save these, it for these green. Are, these are lands. These are lands. These are lands. Here, I want to hear you. You mean the the the? We're talking about the, the brushland thing. Yeah. Okay. You have those. 
you if you have evolving wilds, you just play one waste. There's no reason not to. We when in the green white tech last we played one wastes for evolving wilds. Yes, you that have, was enough. You have ether hub. Did that feel like enough or no? I always felt like enough to me. Yeah. Okay. You also have ether. And you won that tournament. I did. Okay. Ether hub is another land. It also just happened. Even though Phil Napoli didn't think I was gonna win. That was a good matchup. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't remember what it was, but it was like, I had to do something he on turn one. He was small green white, you were big green white. No, no, it wasn't Phil, it was like some other guy where I was playing. I had to do something on turn one, I don't you, even remember what it was. You just chump blocked him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You crushed him. Yeah, it was good. Um, I could never win an FNM with that, and use effortlessly. Anyway, um, yeah, so the real question is, so Frando was asking, is one waste enough? I thought so. Yeah. Okay, so you have four temples, for the, the Brushland you Desert. The, you have the option at Etherhub. The Brushland is like, pay one for G or tap for colorless, right? It's tap for colorless, pay one and take one. Pay one and take one? No, it's not, I mean. Pay one life. You pay one life. Yeah, okay, for G. For G. That's a good card. Yeah. And you have the option at Etherhub, which taps think, for a color But also. why would you want Etherhub in this second set? Etherhub is worse than most of your options. Because it's, a, it's a dual land. It taps for two colors once but how many green cards do you actually have in your deck you need to you need i think if you have like one basic forest or one like workable like forest desert or something you yeah. can you can run so, out so like the thing is you need to figure out what cards am i playing that let me cast the you need green cards to cast your ramp spells the not prime time on turn four so i can play my ulamog on turn so it's like am i playing servant of the conduit is there i don't know I think reason to either the other reason to believe the cycling one is probably going to be in your deck. Cycling is a powerful ability in this deck because you're likely to be flooded late. Okay. Anyway, Brian, why are you distracting us? We were talking about red cards. I mean that's fine. Uh, crash he, he, through. He's trying to make up names of this Thai restaurant. He's not really going to. Crash through is R for sorcery creatures you control gain trample trample until you turn and draw a card. Which is our draw card? Yeah. This seems okay. Like Would you play it in a non-creature deck to draw a card? Just the red opt. I mean, there's a hundred other of them at Ropped. instant, right? Like, <laughs> Ropped. Uh Defiant Kier Kenra. Uh, one R for two two no abilities. I'm uh, listening. Earth <laughs> Earthshaker Kenra. One R. What is a Kenra? It's the jackal. Uh, one R for a two one. Haste when Earthshaker Kenner enters the battlefield, target creature with power less than or equal to Earthshaker Kenner's power can't block this turn. This seems like a good card. And, it and has then, and then it has Eternalize for four RR. Wait, really? Yes. Yeah. It's a two. So it comes back as a four-four with haste that can't be blocked. One creature can't block. I think it's just a good card. Yeah. Two That's a rare, haste? so probably pretty good. I'm in. I'm in on this one. Yeah. Do we find the one R card that's playable? I was in for a grizzly bear at least. I mean, wait, is it grizzly no, bear or goblin? Two one, two one, two one. So or it's like firebrand it. rangers. It's so greedy. Them. What? Can you imagine back in the day when we had like couldn't even activate the abilities on the firebrand ranger? <laughs> it was in the deck. Top eight of worlds. Top eight of worlds. Two top eights. Uh, fervent paincaster. Two, uh, two and an R for a three one. Tap. Fervent paincaster deals one damage to target player. Um, Tap, exert Fervent Paincaster, it deals one damage to target creature. Cost three? Three. Yeah. Get out it's of here. It's a 3-1. Get out of here. Uh, it's just a horrible Prodigal Sorcerer. Firebrand Archer. 
one R for two Wait, one. Wait, Archer and a Ranger are like the same job, right? Just <laughs> right. to be clear. They are very different. Firebrand Archer, one R, two one. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, Firebrand Archer deals one damage to each opponent. Wait, so it's like... Just like a free point of damage every time you cast so a So it's just like... So if you like cast the red card that lets you draw a card, they would take one. It's kind of cool. Like, if you just, like, it's like a storm card. Yeah. Frontline Devastator. 3R for a 3-3. Three, three. How much does it cost? Two? Yeah. The other one. I think that card might be okay. He's like a, he's like a Fire Ranger, Fire Drinker Seder, right? BDM was just about to talk about a Hill Giant. Right? Is that the name of a Fire Drinker Seder? One and an R when you cast a burn spell, smash yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, It's like that, right? Yeah. So like, and you're you're thinking about it for your burn decks. Like yeah. you're like, I'll play this. You just like burn instead of like, an Eidolon, I'll just burn you, and yeah. then you'll take an extra. Yeah, I'm in. You don't have to kill yourself with your own Eidolon. No, I'm in. I I, th I really think I'm in. Like you could just cast like a, anything. Like shock your creature. That's like turns everything into a searing. Uh, so you could you could see yourself playing the same. Yeah. Don't use the word modern. modern, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like I think this is I, I'm in. It's free damage. All right. Think about it in a blue-red burn deck instead of just a mono-red burn sure. deck. Sure. Or the kind that has um, that 1-3 guy with prowess. And it's non-creature spell, so it's like it's a planeswalker, it's an artifact. It's... Yeah, but I mean, like, let's say I like swing in with this on turn two, the opponent casts something and I like just counterspell it, they take one. Yeah. That's gasoline. Yeah, it seems good. Gas -oline. Would you play this, Matt? I wasn't listening. What, what does the card do? Never one, mind. One in an R for a 2 he listened. One. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, nug the opponent for one. That's fine. He's in. All right. It's no front, Frontline front Devastator. Easy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's a good comparison, though, to make, right? Yeah. Well, that card's pretty overpowered. Yeah. Right? This card's... It's comparable. A 1-1 one, one creature and 1 damage are not as good, but they're on the same order as each right. other. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Frontline Devastator is a hill giant with a flicked 2. Uh, it has 1R. Frontline Devastator gets plus 1, plus 0 until end of turn. And it's a zombie. Card was great for me in limited. You know, it's like a lot of text for with a zombie lord. About. But uh, gilded Ceridon. It's a four-four for five mana. It also has some words on it. It's going to be a limited all-star. Wait, is that the four-four for five? Is it the one that is hard to block if you have a desert? Yes. Uh, whenever it attacks, if you control a desert or there's a desert card in your graveyard, target creature can't block this turn. So limited yeah, all-star. Limited all-star. Uh, Gran Granitic Titan. Whenever it comes into play, make a granita, which is a ice drink. What if I'm ice not, if I'm not thirsty and I need to go to work tomorrow? It's a 5-4 for 6 with menace, and it cycles too. My, God I, my God, I don't want to talk about yeah. this card anymore. Hazaret's Undying Fury. 4RR Sorcery. Shuffle your library, then exile the top four cards. You may cast any number of non-land cards with converted mana cost 5 or less from among them without paying their mana cost. Lands you control don't untap during your next untap step. Wait, how many? Six mana. No, how many do you reveal? Four. Uh, read it again. You reveal. You exile the top four cards of your library. You shuffle, yeah. then exile. And then you can cast any number of those cards that cost five or less for free. So like if it's like an Ulamog, a Kozilek, no. a Nissus Renewal. No. And a Lightning Bolt, you can cast the Lightning Bolt <laughs> for free. There you go. Next. Uh, Hour of Devastation. Three RR Sorcery. All creatures lose indestructible until end of turn. 
Hour of Devastation deals five damage to each creature and each non-bolus planeswalker. Merely the best card in the set. It's pretty good. This card's absurd. M merely the best card in the set. So basically this Think is... about all these backbreaking situations you've been in where you're like, well, I can kill these creatures, but... I take seven. They're still gonna have all of these stupid planeswalkers in play. Like you actually could take out like two planeswalkers at once. No, you can take board. out 42 planeswalkers yeah, at once. Yeah. So here's the thing about this card. Red has always had kind of this ability. You just had to either pay an enormous amount of mana for it, like seven mana for this effect, or you had to nug yourself for five and not kill their flyers, okay? Th those were the conditions we used to be under. Further, red non-creatured base decks have always had a hard time dealing with planeswalkers. This is a direct answer to planeswalkers. Third, you know red fern spells can just get pointed at planeswalkers. But control yeah, red but decks still typically have those kind of Yeah, but the ability to sweep the board is pretty... For five mana, the ability to sweep the board is just absurd. I think the amount of flexibility this gives to control decks from a deck design perspective is huge, because it basically gives blue-red control decks, like the superpowers that previously were held only by blue-white or blue-black control decks. Here's the most important part. You can flash Torrential Gear Hulk into play on six, play your seventh land, cast this for five, kill all their stuff, the gear, kill their planeswalkers, Gearhulk lives and gets in, and you still have UU open to counter their, their follow-up play. That's why this card is good. I was just thinking about that. This card's sweet. It's the I best card in the set. It. They how named many, the set how many, how many cards are gonna be, how many copies of this card are gonna be in the top eight of print art? Oh, between deck and sideboard? Yeah. Like six. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, over or under on six? Oh, uh, over and under on six and a half, sorry. Top eight of Pro Tour Kyoto. Number of copies? In yeah. the top eight. Over? I'll take the over as well. Over on six? Yeah, I'll take over I on think six. people will like have I think the deck two to three in their main deck and then have completed the Complete sets the in their set. Side. Yeah, and there'll yeah. be at least two two yeah. at least two decks in the See, top See, I think of this as a one of in the main deck kind of card. Not a Okay. Like you can't selfless spirit, so the monument decks are cold to it unless they have a counter spell. Oof. And the same thing goes for Avison. So it's like, if those decks end up still being good, then it's like, oh, you just have this hard answer yeah, just, to like the one thing you couldn't beat, which was the giant flash angel that demolishes you, but demolishes you slightly less now. Right. Because they can just flash it in after you If you can it. bait them, if you can bait them into yeah. like putting the angel into play, jeez. What if you were a master at that? Yeah. Uh, Eminent Doom. 2R uh, for an enchantment. Eminent Doom enters the battlefield with a Doom counter on it. Of course it does. Whenever you cast a spell with converted mana cost equal to the number of Doom counters on Eminent Doom, Eminent Doom deals that much damage to target creature, target creature or player, then put a Doom counter on Eminent Doom. So this is kind of an interesting card. It's kind of like a, uh, it's basically kind of like a Dynavolt Tower. Well, it's like a Nambo with Solemnity. But it keeps going up. Yeah. Like at some point you're not triggering it anymore. Right. And that might be soon. Because <laughs> you don't have like... Well, and it has to be equal like to. Really so the first weird, spell yeah, you play has to be one. Yeah. It's like a really weird birthing pod. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Except you have to have the creature... You have to have the card in your hand in order to trigger it. Yeah, I don't like this card very much. It's pretty bad. I lost this card today. Inferno Jet. 5R for a sorcery. Inferno Jet deals six damage to target opponent. Limited Cycling two. player. Did he cycle it or did he jet He you? just jetted me. I didn't block a creature. And I like I had an instant speed removal spell in combat, but I was thought he was gonna have a trick to pump his guys. How foolish of you. And instead, he had 
Inferno. Deal six. But I beat him the next two games. No one, no one's interested in the last part. Of Kenra this Scrapper, two R for a two three menace. That's a jackal, by the way. That's a jackal warrior, jackal tribal. Why don't you just call it jackal? You may exert Kenra the Scrapper. Jackal was a hound. You may exert because they've evolved into you know bipedal organisms. Jackal pup, the iconic pup, is a four-legged yeah, organism. Yeah, it's a four-legged. It's a pup. Is the Kenras a hound. are the Kenras are bipedal. They have evolved. So you're saying just like being interested in either peed means you're more evolved. I mean, you Listen, don't. You don't. I wait for no man. You don't call it. <laughs> I gotta got. We got. We got go Rex. Like, Look, it's a 2 3 that exerts to get Menace and plus 2 plus 0, and nobody's gonna play it. Yeah, I lost to this card. Kindled limited All Star. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely limited All Star. Card's great and limited. Kindled Fury, R, instant. Target creature gets plus 1 plus 0 on first strike until end of turn. Chris Pakula, limited All Star. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Magmaroth, 3 R for now a 5 5. Yeah, I am. Someone is. Uh, th four, three R for a five five. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a minus one minus one counter on Magmaroth. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, remove a counter from Magmaroth. But it starts out as a five five. Starts for as four. a five five, and then he becomes a four four on your upkeep. And then if you cast a spell, he becomes a five five. Again. But he's so never he's the inverse of the Amet almost. Yeah. he's never better than a five five for four. Correct. Right? Then he's garbage. Uh, Manticore Eternal. 3RR for a 5-4. I know this guy's also limited Limited all-star. All yeah. Uh, Afflict 3. So this and is like the Warriors, right? Everyone's just an all-star in this color. Yes. Uh, Red seems good. Manticore Eternal attacks each turn of Fable. Wait, so he's 4-4 four, four for 5. 5-4 five, for 5. 5-4 five. Five, for 5. With Afflict 3. 5-4 for 5 with Afflict 3. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Must attack. Um, Why is he a limited all-star? Because he's big? Uh, because it's got four butt. And actually, it might not be that good. No, and he was really good for me today, but... Like, the problem mostly is... Be, mostly he was really good for me because he was um, it's a zombie. Yeah. If you get multiple and... zombie pumps, and he survived the craw guy. So, in limited, he's costed in a way where he lines up with a lot of the eternalized creatures when they come back. And so, it's just a card that trades off with a token. Yeah. And they only really lose three life. If you multi-block, if it were a four-five, yeah. then it's a limited also. If you if you multi-block and afflict, you only get one trigger, yes. right? Okay. I believe that is the case. I could be wrong. Because that would be dumb. Like if so, you have like an afflict three that you have to like six guys block. It I don't. Or I don't think it's what is it? Bushido or I don't know. There's one where it's cumulative. Yeah, it's it's only one. It's only when it becomes it's blocked. Sliver effects. It's only when it becomes blocked. Okay. Uh, right. Neheb the Eternal three RR for a four-six. So. Now I'm listening. Now you're listening. Afflict three. Same stats as Consecrated Sphinx, which I lost to today. <laughs> At the beginning of your post-combat main phase. That's pretty presumptuous. Add R to your mana pool for each one life your opponents have lost this turn. Man. So post-combat main phase. Add RR? Add R. To for your, each life. For each life your opponent So if they lost 14 so life, you have 14 mana. And they got afflicted for three. You would get three mana. If he's not blocked and they lost four life in so, combat. Hold on. If I go cut to ribbons during my main phase, move to my next main phase, then I can play cut to ribbons again. You can play the backside of cut to ribbons. No. The backside on cut to ribbons twice. 
if I have two cuts of ribbons in my graveyard, I pay some amount minus the black black that I have in play. He's right. Then the next turn, so it's very good with like multiple cuts of ribbons or blazes. I mean, you've got like a six casting cost. And hail of torment. He's a five hail cast. Five casting cost. Four six. And he has a flip. I mean, maybe there's a deck you can build around this, like cuts of ribbons and this guy. He's a legend, though, right? Yeah. He seems kind of a, a weenie beanie for a legend. He's a four six. Yeah, but like he's like a hundred mana. Other iconic four sixes. Go consecrated sphinx. Done. Done. <laughs> uh, open fire. Two R for an instant. Open fire deals three damage to certain creature. Play a first pick. Limited. It's a, it's overcosted by about two for constructed. It might be medium, honestly. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, like, it doesn't still kill eternalized creatures. That's I think that's like my big thing right sure. now. Sure. You yeah. know what kills eternalized creatures? Unsummon. It's, it's no vapor snag, but the, yeah. The card that I was really pleased with, and I know a lot of people were not, is the next card for limited, was Puncturing Blow. Uh, it's 2RR, Puncturing Blow deals 5 damage to target creature, but what's really good about it is if that creature would die this turn, exile it. It's sorcery, right? It is yeah. a sorcery. I had three of them, right? It was great. And I didn't though. play red. Like, I, I, I literally never got hit with an internalized creature I the whole tournament. I still played your white-blue deck. I, I never like got hit with an internalized creature the whole game because I just exiled them. Yeah, and if you were white-blue, you could have ignored the eternalized creatures because you just go over the top because your white-blue deck was so much sweeter. It was it was not sweeter, but it was it was sweeter, but I don't think it was better. Is uh, it like I, a, I think your white-blue deck would have been way more fun to play. Was it a, a saccharine suite? Is that yeah. the problem we have with it? Sand Strangler. 3R for a 3-3. Three, three. Not super impressive, but when Sand Strangler enters the battlefield, if you control a desert or have a desert in your graveyard, you may have Sand Strangler deal three damage to target creatures. So it's very flame tongue. It is very, it was, I had this in my limited pool too, is this, and it was great. Is this not a constructed quality card? No, well, it could be constructed. This is a question we asked, right? Like we were saying this before, what does it take for a, for a Hell Giant to get played and constructed? A red version of the Eldrazi decks. It's just pretty close to cards people play. Like like people play, like what's the size on, on Mattery Shaper? Three, two for three? Uh, yeah. And then, the forecasting cost one's 4-4 four, four for 4, right? Yeah. yeah, so this is, like, not quite big enough. If it were 4-4 four, four with the same ability, I think it'd be good enough. I mean, it kills the majority of the creatures that come out beneath it, which is, like, why you play this card. Yeah. Because you can kill Whirler Rochiosos and... Kills Lord of the Accursed. Kills... Constrictors. Yeah. But then... Uh, Undelirium. But given, given, the, given the, mana, the mana requirement of 4... How impressive is the remaining three body? I don't think it's good enough to even be considered a card at this point. Sure. You're, you're the saying body you give is up bad. a bunch of tempo on it? I just think it's like a three... But I think that a three-power attacking creature... But let's creature, go back to our playable hill giants conversation. <laughs> this is as good as it gets. This is our, probably as good as like, it gets. I'm just... My point is... I mean, we played the hell out of Flame Tongue as a 4-2. Yeah, but... Uh, Stalking Yeti was cute. Stalking Yeti was pretty good. John played it in his first grown-up pro tour. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Mountain I'm talking Yeti. About the I know Stalking Yeti, the Scred Yeti, right? Yeah. Alright, no, so. It's Arena Yeti. The Screddy. Screddy. So, uh. It's Arena Yeti. I played that card too. Uh, <laughs> back in the, the Carson Bot Baby Killer days. But. I don't know what that means. Brian knows. Yeah, I do. Alright, so. Uh, was I, right when I started playing, probably. I would just say that the problem with a 3 3 for 4, even with this ability, is if you think about the remainder, which is the body. You think of a three-power attacking creature as being properly costed at one mana in standard right now. This is four mana. Yeah. That's approximately twelve times the opportunity. Yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it's too slow, but 
It's as close as we're gonna get to a playable album. So it's almost 16 times the opportunity, right? Of like a, of a one casting cost card. So I imagine you're not interested in Thorned Moloch, a 2R2-2 with prowess that gains first strike when it's attacking. So no. Okay. That would be an easy answer. And then our last red card is Wildfire Eternal. And this is 3R, so same cost. Oh, but it's a 1-4 with a flicked 4. And when Wildfire Eternal attacks and isn't blocked, you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your hand without paying its mana cost. This card is real close. <laughs> I don't know if it's over the line, but it's... It's, what do you think, man? It's close, right? And that's the play a spell for free. Yeah. Yeah. And no? Let's do artifacts. I don't have time to do artifacts. You're so not going to do green today? I'm not going to do green today. We're not, what if we have left? Just artifacts and green? Artifacts and green. So we'll have to do this at another time. Yeah, Monday or Tuesday. I tell you what, me and Matt are going to do artifacts and green without you. Okay. All right, get Go out of crazy. here. Go crazy. I'm doing Thai food. Goodbye. You have a phone, right? I do. <laughs> All right. It's almost dead. We might. All right. Never mind about that. We'll do Artifacts right, and Green in another day. Goodbye. Yeah, this is almost dead. Brian will be leaving us. Allegedly eat Thai food and hang out with his in-laws. Thai waits or no man. What about like Thai Dillinger? Does he wait for anyone? What about Thai Burrell? I mean, he waits a lot as far as I can tell. He's like waiting. He's oh. like waiting behind screens with no clothes on, with like a virtual copy of himself talking from a Skype chat. Is that true? Like there's just stuff like that on the show all the time. Oh, okay. All right. Bye, Brian. Thanks, Bye, Matt. See ya.